All right. What's popping? What's popping? What's what's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling today? I got my boys on today. Uh, it's Is it episode- humble or P humble? So here we go. That's funny because a lot of my guests have this dilemma with it. It's I I came up with the idea as fumble, uh, but yeah, P humble uh, because that lowercase P. Um, it, it works both ways because the P is meant to be for Pej and then the, the capital H is meant to be for humble humility and just that was really what inspired me to start this thing. Um, but before I get into that, let me let me tell the guest who's on today. Uh, you guys saw it on the on my whiteboard. It's uh, I got the minorities. A lot of you might know them. They're they've blown up on YouTube more than once. And we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Zeb and Jason are on with me today. Uh, thanks for joining, guys. Appreciate you having us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, we were, yeah, so Fumble, man, that's, I came up with that idea, honestly, like in the middle of the night. I, I don't sleep much anyway. Like, I just woke up because I was thinking of the name because I, I wanted to do this shit for like three years. What's going then, on with your sleep schedule, Paige? Hey, man. What got you up all night? You stressing? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I'm trying to blow up like you guys, so that's that's part of it. But, yo, no. Uh, it's, I, I I mean, genetically, my whole family is like that, dude. My dad, my, my sister, like, we all struggle with sleeping. Now, mm. my wife has no clue because she'll sleep through an earthquake. Like, she can't, she doesn't wake up from anything. We got two <laughs> cats. We got a dog. I'm a light sleeper. Like, like a, a cricket three miles away, I can hear it. Like it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but anyway, it is what it is. But the blessing of it is I came up with the t- title to this podcast mm-hmm. one of those nights. Anyway, enough about that. So fumble podcast kind of play on the word humble, and that's kind of in the approach. Um, there's comedy involved in this, there's uh learning involved in this, and I bring all types of people, all walks of life. The goal is to just learn. Mm-hmm. And, and try to get in the minds and uh i should tell everybody that's listening um first of all hit that subscribe button um fumble podcast uh you you know what to do smash the bell so you don't miss an episode or any content from Maniac. speaking of Maniac, follow me on, on all my uh, socials that are here on the screen mm-hmm. um yeah. Quick so is this is this live or is it just recording and then you no, edit? no we're, so we're so this is People that are hearing this now, it's it's gonna be uh pre-recorded, but they'll they're gonna be hearing this it's Tuesday right now, right? So it's gonna oh. be the it's a week from today, technically. So uh so uh I'm gonna get all the graphics on here oh, and okay, then okay. it's gonna be yeah. So people are seeing everything. Oh, they can see it right now. I'm saying people are gonna see it when they see it, but right now we, when we're talking, it's not on the screen yet. Oh, You're okay. giving away all my secrets, man. <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah it's um yeah man i i enjoyed editing this stuff so it's fun for me um but we will get together in person again with with uncle luke and I, yeah, I wanna, we gotta make it happen we gotta yeah. link in person for sure hell yeah hell yeah so uh i don't want to keep you guys too long I, the main reason i wanted you on because so for people who don't know zeb's uncle is lucas who's been on here um and uh that dude just got married and so congrats to him. You all probably saw that on my posts, on my uh, Pleasure Maniac pages. But 
I hadn't seen Zeb since he was a little youth. Um, yeah, and I was hooping him up then, and he thinks he can beat me now. But yeah, so uh, so anyway, I hadn't seen him for what? How long was it? Like eight years? Uh, it's, it's been a minute. It's been more because eight years. I'm 25 now. Eight years, I was like in high school. It yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Like I think like middle school, like 11, yeah. 12, probably like 12 years, 15. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like so uh, yeah, man. So we connected at, at Lucas's wedding, and then um, we got to talking, and he started telling me about. Uh, we started talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, this this needs to happen on the podcast, and bring your boy Jason. So Jason, I want to hear about you first. Enough about Zeb. I want to hear about uh, how you guys met. First of all, uh, how long you've been friends, and and what got you guys to start this uh, minorities channel? By the way, I'm a minority too. If anyone cares. Oh yeah, all good, all good. Uh, <laughs> so we met at uh, we met at Sheldon High School. It was either I think it was Bandit Boy Sandbox Bandit. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, we we uh we met on the uh on that football field. You know, sports can bring a lot of men together. So, I, mean, I was the quarterback. He was the receiver. D two All State Championships, raw, killing the game. Uh, Dang, bro! All right. So, uh, so that's how we connected, and then uh, Just two competitors. We was the best, at, best on the team. We we're the best in our class. And you know, typically the best they they tend to kind of it's they, like Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Anthony you know Davis, I mean? LeBron. It, the best always got to click up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, I get it. Um, so fast forward to making the YouTube channel. Uh, basically, we were just kicking it, going to the gym, Every just day. just 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 fucking around. And then uh, one day we were just like, "Fuck it, let's go to Jack in the Box, get some tacos, and just record it. Let's see who can eat the most tacos." Competitive. Yeah, so, bad uh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> so originally that was like the very first video we ever did. And then after that, we just decided, hey, let's link up two, three times out the week, record something. Let's just blog, do something. And um, so that was basically how it originally started. Hell yeah, man. We was big on the you. You watch the Hodge twins. You the Hodge twins? No, I don't. Tell me about them. At the time, it's basically a workout channel. We was working out a lot, and that was a YouTube channel. We used to talk about just a lot of stuff, but YouTube was one of the things we would talk about a lot, and so that also kind of planted the seed of, like, well, we could try just kind of shooting our own little videos, and at first, a lot of, like, our high school friends kind of gravitated towards our videos and was and enjoyed them, and that kind of was an inspiration, plus we enjoyed making them. But we kind of, you know, our local friends enjoyed watching them. We enjoyed making them. And then we just continued. It kind of created a. Yeah, that's cool, man. And uh, how'd you guys, when'd you guys come up with the name Minority? Like how many years ago? Yeah. When was that? Like when did, or who, who came up with it? Um, It was you. You remember that with Devon? Yeah, we, we were at, uh, we were at Denny's, another late night, just kicking it boys type shit and, um. We I know specifically talking. where all these these spots are at too. Yeah, so the Denny's on El Grove Boulevard. <laughs> exactly. Very familiar. Very familiar. Yeah. Uh, we were just fucking around, just saying random shit, and then it was ask a minority, and then boom, the minorities had just clicked. I think it was ask a light skin first, but we had a. Uh, and then you were like, minority is a little bit more. Everybody can relate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ask, yeah. So that was probably like end of 2015, beginning of 2016, around that time. 
Nice man. Yeah, it's I it's it's easy to remember. It's a uh, it's a catchy name. Yeah. Um uh, and it and it definitely brings uh I think it's a it's a good way to get a click, honestly, cuz mm-hmm. just just seeing that like myself, I mean, I I learned that uh Zeb had blown up before I had had seen your guys' shit. And then but then I didn't know what you guys were called or anything. I was just looking it up through Zeb's name and then Lucas never I didn't answered. Find out that I blew up. Your I mom. Well, your mom talked to my parents, right? And then my my because they all live in the same community. And so anyway, they uh then my sister was like, "Oh, you heard Zeb blew up?" I was like, "Man, that's the shit I'm trying to do." And then I and I went and and I started looking it up. I talked to Lucas after like five six years because uh, him and I were doing our own thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, and then I I figured it out. Then I got the name from him, and then I looked it up. But yeah, so the graphics is tight, and all of that will be. Uh, I'll put all that on here too. But yeah, um, so what was the first video that blew up? Like, got like viral. And did you start on YouTube or did you start on other platforms at first? The first viral video was on Twitter. And I don't know if you remember, you remember the, there was a quick little video called Damn Daniel. Back yeah, yeah. With fans. yeah. We did a remake, but it was with Jason. And he was known, especially like in high school, he had like these sandals that he would always use. And so we okay. did a, like a remake, Damn Jason, back at it again with the sandals. I remember that. that. Yeah, that yeah. blew up on Twitter. And that was our very first time ever like blowing up and yeah. like going viral. That went viral on Twitter, and then, like, literally the next week, we got on World Star Hip Hop. One of our videos got posted on World Star, so it was, like, within a couple weeks, we kind of were getting momentum. But at the time, we only had, like, probably, that that kind of drew some traffic to our channel, but we only gained about 4,000 subscribers, but for us, it felt like a lot, you know? Of course, yeah. That's crazy, man. Uh, So now, t- I know your YouTube channel recently got shut down, and then you had to restart the process how's that how many headaches did, did that cause a bunch <laughs> man it's uh and they keep changing the rules right isn't that another thing you gotta like always be reading their shit yeah i don't really know what's going on with youtube but it was just random we just woke up and our whole account was gone damn so what what do you do do you guys start another one and just try to get all the fans to come over this, Basically, this yeah. is the second time or third time Second time. Yeah, they post some wild shit on there, guys. So yeah, go watch it. It's uh it's entertaining, say the least. But uh Appreciate it. so man, we talked about your relationship with me. Now your guys' relationship. Let's talk about this whole relationship with girls, because uh you were talking to me at the wedding of all places mm-hmm. <laughs> about, about what your thoughts are in relationship. Now it uh it's it, it's interesting. I'm gonna I, I listened to it with an open mind, but I want to kind of recap it, and I want to get Jason's input on it too. But so you're you're in a tradi- well, you have a traditional relationship right now yourself, and then mm-hmm. now let's just start it from there. What, what are your thoughts on on what uh, relationships? Just relationships like, in general? No, no relationship with as far as a a girl and a guy. Just like a, in general, just relationship. Yeah, like what are your thoughts are on it. I more mean, than I, more than friends. More than friends is what I'm trying to talk. Yeah, yeah, just a regular relationship. Yeah, <laughs> just tell me what your thoughts are. How you were telling me at the wedding. Don't get shy. I, I think. Well, one thing we mentioned at the wedding, I was discussing because there was that book I had read, and we talked about it. Where I had mentioned it, you might remember on uh, Trevor's podcast. 
But uh, I remember at the wedding we mentioned, I was like, uh, there's two kind of ingredients to a relationship, love and lust. Mm -hmm. And what the book had said, which was to me, was kind of an interesting perspective that I never really thought about. But it was basically emphasizing how lust is the most important ingredient in a relationship. But we've been kind of raised to think that love should be the foundation. And basically it was like gave a couple examples of like, you know, a guy will love his wife, but then cheat on her because of the lust he had for his next door neighbor or a girl will love her husband, but cheat because of the lust she had for a celebrity or the lust she had for a coworker. And he was the dude who wrote the book. He's like a counselor and he does like marriage counseling and stuff. And he's like, you know, when people come in, it's never like the love that's lost, but it's always like, how do we get the spark again? How do we how do we get things going to how they used to be? And they're always basically it's a lack of lust. The lust kind of loses. And that's typical in like a long term relationship. The more you get familiar, you're hanging out all the time. You, it's easy to kind of lose that lust. And that was kind of what the book was about is like how to keep that spark alive. That's like the million dollar question. Yeah. It's easy, like not necessarily easy, but it's. I think it's a little easier to keep the love alive as far as just you're attached to this person. You genuinely care about this person. But how do you keep that desire alive? And that's pretty much what the book was about. Yeah. So how did you how did you use that in your own life? So the this is something I've always just kind of been conscious of. And like. Typically, when I first will interact with a girl, typically a relation, the relationship is strictly just desire. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, feelings might come later. Yeah. But I think even when the feelings come, a lot of times. Like I like we like the book was mentioning, but it's like you can kind of lose the lust component. So I just always been kind of conscious of like. Trying to maintain both elements or, or in the in the relationship, keeping right. both of those ingredients in the relationship yeah not lacking on on either on either side and i really feel like if you really keep the lust alive she'll keep the love alive yeah like if you just if you come with the if as the guy like if you just keep that that part alive like she'll the the love will take care of itself (laughs) all right so you 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 kind of disagree or or no i don't i don't listen i'm here like i i because we were talking about like what your what the ideas are on open relationships, right? Because there was like we were talking about polygamy, right? Yeah. So like me personally, I can't do that. Like you know, uh, trying to keep my wife happy is hard enough. <laughs> trying to keep multiple girls. Well, what happy. about what about if you didn't have to keep other people happy? It was just you keep your wife happy, and then <laughs> <laughs> if something else happens, it just happens. You couldn't do that. I just couldn't do that, man. I don't know. It's just. It's a, it's a, to me, well, first of all, I think if I, if I put my 25 year old hat on, since that was 11 years ago, mm-hmm. like if I'm trying to think like that, what I thought in, in my twenties, uh, I, so I didn't date much like in high school and, and then out of high school, like in college, I started dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more like, for me, it was. I guess I was more naive. I'll be honest. I was more naive about uh, just relationships and girls. just like relationships in general. Yeah, because I didn't really like have anyone to emulate mm-hmm. like, in my like upbringing. Like I didn't really see anybody like that. Yeah, older older uncles or cousins. Yeah, that like I had one uncle who who dated 
um, but it was always one, one and then done, one and done, right? So it wasn't like the like the whole idea of polygamy or just like multiple partners and stuff. Like I, it wasn't even a thing in my mind. So mm-hmm. for me, it was just like one girl date, and then you try to make it work, right? And then if it doesn't work, obviously you move on. But yeah. uh, so that's kind of how I spent my twenties, and then I met my wife at twenty eight and got married at twenty nine. So, uh, but. So I never even entertained the idea of like open relationship or love and lust and all that. Um, but I got no secrets. Like her and I are now married. We've known each other seven years. We've been married six. Um, and, and, and as far as a monogamous relationship, uh, yeah, there's definitely challenges. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, right? Like the love, like the love is there, but that the lust or, or just other areas like, responsibilities of like maintaining the the finances maintaining the the home maintaining uh the pets eventually wanting kids all of that like and then having my own career aspirations and she had she's like in a completely different field than i am mm-hmm. all, all of that will eventually can cause some disagreements right yeah. which is which is normal any relationship will have issues like like that the key is that I'm learning now is is uh how do how do we prioritize each other right and this is a this, team it's a team it's a team and yeah. and communication so this is this is where when you and I talked on and I want to hear Jason too um I don't want you to be sitting here as a spectator but uh I want to uh hear your opinion on it but we talked about communication is all everything and and that's something I didn't learn in my 20s. I didn't learn communication. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't again, I didn't have anyone that really any guys in my family that really communicated well or even g- women at that at that rate. Like we didn't really I didn't really see it or pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. So so that was always a struggle and so now her and I are working on that. Like we talk about we try to talk about everything. Like yeah. You don't you don't keep anything in here, right? Because the minute we do, that's how resentment and stuff gets built. See, and that's something you have. I didn't have in my twenties. Like, you're woke as fuck. Like, you're you're like realizing this stuff in your twenties. I didn't have that. Yeah. I, I, and so that's why it was intriguing to talk about this stuff. But mm-hmm. Jason, what what are your thoughts on this? On relationships? Yeah. Oh man, I think it's a beautiful thing. I really, really do. But. The world, the world nowadays is everything's just so mixed up in how I was brought up. And what I saw was my grandparents were married. My parents were married. My aunts, uncles married kids, same guy, same girl. So it's like, that's what I grew up seeing. So ever since Zeb has known me, I've always had a girlfriend. Uh I've had, I've been in a relationship more years than I've been single. So I gravitate more towards a one-on-one thing. I gravitate more towards an intimacy thing. Because really, like in my personal life, let's use them as hoes. Hoes, I'm not intimate with girls like that. I'm not kissing and spending the night and all that lovey-dovey cute shit. I'm not doing that with just regular girls. That's specifically a girlfriend thing. And I like those things. So when you like those things, you kind of, I, me personally, I gravitated more towards that. And when I was younger, I looked up to my dad so much that in my head, and still in my head to this day, 
It's like the one thing in this world that I really want to be is a great father. Mm-hmm. That's like the number one thing. Like I really can't wait till I have kids because that's the I know what my dad meant to me, and I want to mean the same thing to my kids. So that's one thing that I really want to strive for greatness for. And eventually when that time comes, I'll do what I got to do to to make sure that happens. But the main thing is to find the right woman to do that with, because it's not a, it's not a one man job. It's it's two people that are parents, not just one. So in terms of relationships, yeah, for men, you got to find the right woman and you got to make sure that the woman that you with, you guys are on the same page in terms of how you want to go about having kids, what to do when parenting kids, um, even like the timeline when you guys want to have kids, who's going to be at work, who's going to be at home, Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things that are so, so big and so crucial. Because at the end of the day, the best thing that you can do for your kid is is show them what a good relationship is. Mm -hmm. Because when a woman, when, when, when your daughter sees her mom getting mistreated, she thinks that's okay. Mm-hmm. Whether you know it or not, that's what she thinks is okay. Yeah. And for a boy, if you see your dad sleeping around with hella women, you think that's the thing to do. So me, I didn't, my, I didn't see my dad sleeping around with hella women, so I don't think that's the thing to do. Yeah. Now, we're men, so you're naturally going to want to gravitate towards that. But it's all about impression. I was impressionable at a young age, so that's get- what carried over to me. Dude, my dad, the first girlfriend he had was my mom. And that's it. They that 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 like he believed in like he was in the military. He came out of the military at like 20, 21. And he met my mom. Same religions, like their families already knew each other. They were set. Like that's like that's what I grew up on with, right? Did they have their problems? 100 percent Like I knew from that. I learned that, all right, I need to date. Like, I can't just marry the first chick I see, you know what I mean? So it was like, now, obviously, I didn't date the first girl knowing I'm going to, like, break up. But it was like, it. the experience was, like, invaluable, you know? So uh, so I, I, my upbringing, as far as, like, everyone being married that I knew, like, that's kind of, like, similar to your experience. But, uh, um. So to me, like the idea of an open relationship, which I, I see it a lot. I see it like I have friends who are in open relationships. Um, While I mean, married? I, I've seen that. Yep. That's crazy. That, yeah. So it's, it's uh, but I think the world is, is changing and it's changing fast. Like I think that just seeing that, like Jason said, like it was probably something they saw growing up. Right. So that's probably why it's okay with them. And and that not to cut you off my fault, but I think an important thing too that he mentioned was like being on this, just like you kind of mentioned too, the communication of like being on the same page with a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of people get in relationships and it's like, oh, just because you know, I enjoy we have fun, a fun time together and I'm attracted to you, let's be in a relationship. But it gotta be, you know, y'all should be on the same page on a lot of stuff before you even think about you know, taking each other's, a lot of people just, I feel like are just ca- so casual with relationships and they treat it just so frivolous, frivolously. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than like, that's, that's a big deal. You know who you end up having families with. And that's why today's society, there's so many broken, broken homes. It's because it's like, 
they just have fun together. Then a kid ends up happening. And then it's like, we were never compatible to begin with. So, uh, you know, the likeliness of us raising the kid together was never likely because we never were even compatible as far as a relationship. We just were having fun. Yeah. So I'm yeah. paranoid as hell about kids, man. I was telling you too. I was like, I, like we, we, this is our, uh, six year married, six years married. Um, and how old are you? I'm 36. Oh, she's, she's 33. So there's a clock there. There's, there's clock. definitely a clock there for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, now we have explored the idea of, you know, freezing the eggs and all that. Cause that's an option now. Right. So mm. there, there's, uh, I mean, my best friend, his mom was 40 when, when she had, him. so I mean, wild. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's, uh, I'm is not, he, is he an only child? He's the only child from his parents. Yeah. But they yes. both had previous marriages. That's so, another thing too, depending on how many kids you want, like the time is ticking. You know what I mean? I know, I know. See, like what Jason, Jason, what you said about like you want kids, like you're ready, right? Like I didn't even think like that in my 20s. I was just like, I mean, I, I want to get my biggest thing was to get married before 30, right? And um, so I did that at 29. Uh could we have waited longer? to to sort some shit out before we actually like committed and we were in a long distance relationship right and so that was another so like she moved here from virginia and it was uh it was all on zoom like this like we were <laughs> we were dating like how often were you guys talking like on zoom like every night every night every night i was waking up at 4 a.m to wake her up for her 7 a.m to go to work and so uh, that, that that explains why I don't sleep. <laughs> so that is a computer girlfriend. I had a basically like you see that virtual, it, virtual. it felt like that for a while, but then obviously she moved here. Um, so how I long get, do you think, how how long were you guys long distance? Uh, I want to say seven months. Seven months. Seven how months. Years, or how long did you know her prior before the seven months? So that's a whole story in itself. We were, uh, we were on Facebook, like we were Facebook friends, uh, -huh. uh, without knowing how the other one was, how we were friends until like four years into our marriage, we figured it out. And that was, we went to the same Sunday school as you kids. figured out four years later? No, I'm not even joking. So like, she, she <laughs> Why likes are we friends on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. But it was like that attraction was there. So we didn't really obsess about it too much. So we were just like, all right, we're we're connected physically, obviously, and then we were connected uh, emotionally after a while, and mm -hmm. then and neither of us wanted to date. We had just gone through a breakup that was rough, and ne neither was like we talked to each other in a in a way like, let's just get to know each other. That's it. And then I flew over there, mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I had a bunch of homies back there that I wanted to get together with, and she lived near them, and she knew some of them. I was like, let's make it. Let's make it happen. Let's like all get together. Mm -hmm. Little did I know all of them were going to bail on me and it ended up just being us two. Which all the homies bailed? Yo, they, one of them got pneumonia and her husband got pneumonia. So they both couldn't come. And the other one was just, he bailed. I don't even remember why he bailed, but that was, it was like three of them and it was her. So yeah. for the longest time, she thought I was lying to her. Like, <laughs> like I, I bullshitted her it up. Yeah, to, like, to get her to show up. <laughs> I was like, with an okey doke. 
<laughs> I was like, if I wanted to actually take you on a date, it wouldn't be a Starbucks. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh so, but that's how it, that's how it started. And then uh, were, uh when you were getting to know her, were you still dating around or were all your eggs in, in that basket? No, I wasn't even trying to date. That's the crazy Well, I mean, part. maybe not dating around, but like sleeping with other women. I no, guess. I wasn't. I wasn't. It was I I like like you, I didn't I I thought it should be a girlfriend in order to go to that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to just hook up and do all that. Like I, at this rate too, I, at this point I was like 27, 26, 27. So, and, and again, um, at 24, my older br- brother-in-law, like he, he pulled me aside. He's like, you need to, cause I wasn't doing anything. I was like kind of fucking up, not really taking life seriously. He pulls me aside. He's like, you got to get your shit together, get your job straight. And you got to be married before 30 and his words 30 what's so big about before 30 it's it's just uh, to him i don't even know if he knew how seriously i took that when he said it because he was just trying to what he was really doing was lighting that fire under my ass yeah yeah to like take shit like get your shit straight i was Mm -hmm. still in college like undeclared didn't know what i want to major in still Mm -hmm. so anyway all of that sorted itself out but um, so I, I took that as a challenge because his words to my parents is like gospel. They, 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 t- they take his words. Like it's everything, mm-hmm. which I don't know why, like half the shit he says isn't even research. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the godfather in the family. <laughs> you said this is your older brother, my older brother-in-law. So oh. my, my, uh, my, uh, sister's husband. So, okay. yeah. And so, so I did all that. Right thinking i checked it off but like i said so we we dated five months and then i went and proposed um so it was like at this point i'm 28 uh yeah how long until you met like stuff like that so that's the crazy part that proposal it's still on online somewhere because i got it all recorded and shit but uh it was That's I called him. I called her. I called her dad. I hadn't mm-hmm. met him yet. I called her. I, I met him online. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. So uh, her and I, like, this is now we're dating. We've connected. We had met a couple times. She had met my parents. Um, and like our, our second date, I took her over to my, like all my family lives in the East coast. Most of them. So mm-hmm. like they're all in Maryland. So we had, they had this barbecue. And I was hanging out with her. I was like, listen, come through. You don't want, you don't want to, you come see it. And you see like, these guys, these are crazy. This is a crazy family. I'm moving. I'm leaving. I'm going back to Cali. Like I was leaving that night. I was like, you don't have to see me again. Like Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no like, no pressure. Yeah. There's no pressure. So she took that and she, so she decided to come. And then luckily she liked my family. Um, And so it was, uh, it was all history after that. But so, I hadn't met her family until until I showed up for that surprise. I met most of them there, right then and there. Mm. I I called her dad. I thought that was the right thing to do. Asked for his, uh, you know, blessing. Mm-hmm. He was like, he said, I remember his words. He said, uh, yeah, that's fine under one condition. I was like, what's that? He's like, I can change my mind. I was like, I was like, fair. Cause he hadn't met me yet. So he didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, that's fair. But um, so anyway, I showed up. 
I set it up with her dad. He threw a party like uh, for a different reason for, for her so uh -huh. that all the family was there. So she was under the impression it was for that. Yeah. And then I walked through the door and then, yeah, the video's up there. It's, it's, on, it's on YouTube? Yeah, it's on your page. It's not on my page, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll post it with this video. So I'll have it in the description. Sounds but good. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was cool, man. She obviously said, she said, yeah. And I, I was a hopeless romantic too. I was like, I did all like the romantic stuff, Justin, Justin Timberlake music and shit. Like I yeah. had it all going. Bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're both, yeah, we're both from that. Right. So we both grew up. That's what I was saying. We went through the same Sunday school, but we had different groups of friends that had a couple friends that were mutual. And I think that's how we knew each other. What are some of the uh, what are some of the stages you think you and your wife went through in terms of like there was the puppy love, then there was yeah. we really got to sit down and learn who we are with each other. Then maybe arguments come, and then all right, now we got to learn how to move past. What, what were like the stages of like we all know it's good in the beginning, but yeah. how did it gravitate to where maybe it, it is to right now? So yeah, man, uh, it's uh, so the honeymoon phase, right? That I want to say that lasted. A pretty decent amount of time, three years maybe, right? It's pretty Probably. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was really good. each other three years in a row. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. um, but but here's the thing. Again, my uh, mm. ignorance with communication. I was telling you, there was some things that I was seeing, and also, the biggest difference between her and I is she. If she doesn't like something, she'll spit it out right then and there. She'll say it. Yeah. Like she doesn't sugarcoat it. She was very comfortable and blunt about it. Yeah. I wasn't used to that. I was always about like naively, especially in a relationship like that, you gotta be straight up. You can't, you can't hold shit in. Otherwise, it it just it turns it turns into resentment or it turns into some sort of ammo for later. And then it doesn't even make sense when you're mad because you're she's like, What are you upset about? Like. Yeah. And you and because you're like mad about three years ago, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just so explode on her. Yeah, exactly. So that was my issue is I I would I wouldn't say shit and and I thought, oh, I'm sacrificing. But that was that wasn't a sacrifice. That was actually detrimental to the relationship because I couldn't get over it instead, mm -hmm. right? So so that's what uh so the three years lasted uh the honeymoon phase was that long, and then we started to really after year three, you unleashed all the ammo. <laughs> I would say I would. <laughs> I would say that, but here's the thing: it wouldn't even get solved because I didn't even know where to start. Because I got like a laundry list of shit that I'm upset yeah. about. That it's I just didn't... like little minor things that you just were bothering you. But they were they were they kept coming up. Yeah. So then, therefore, so every mind. time it happens, it just will keep bothering you, and then it just builds up. Yeah. You know what it mean? happens, man. So, but again. She didn't have that experience because she would tell me. Yeah, she was expressing herself. Yeah, so she was in the right for that. Now we're we saw look we we see uh, couples counseling. We see all that. We did. Uh, I get my own therapist. Like I'm very open about my like the mental health that goes with all this is uh -huh. huge. It's so huge, man. Even with the chick that you guys say that's the one I'm going to marry her. You're gonna have these things, and you, and. You guys are better. It seems from what I'm hearing, you guys are good at communicating. You don't have a problem with that. You you'll 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 draw your rule book right in the in the beginning. You'll yeah. let her know. I didn't even have a rule book. I didn't know what the rule books were because I didn't date that much. See, mm -hmm. 
So that was my thing. So that's the challenges of not dating. So um, not dating as much. So anyway, year four, we start to have some issues and then arguments. And then there was the resentments would start. And then um, <clears throat> now I'm not looking. Now I'm not as excited about coming home. Right. Mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm like, ah, I just want to I want to go hang out with my friends. Or my yeah. So and then her, she would go like we until this point, we would take vacations together wherever we went. Right. Oh, she started taking vacations by herself. But it was cool. It wasn't a trust issue. I, I, there, there's never been an issue with trust till uh, her dad passed. Her dad uh -huh. passed in 2020. Um, that's when shit really got rough. Because in 2020, there was pandemic. We were yeah. already seeing each other way too much because her, her dental office was closed. So she was home. And then her dad was sick. And she was like this with her dad. She was super close with her dad. Mm -hmm. So when when he passed in five months from his diagnosis to his passing, it was super fast. Was, yeah, COVID? COVID. No, no, no. He got cancer. Oh, uh, he was. It was cancer. But no, uh, we were. So he passed like at the peak of COVID when no one knew what the hell was going on with COVID. <laughs> like it was like a mystery to everybody. Um, it still is. But you know, so it was. Um, so dealing with her, her dad's loss, and then I said some things in the midst of the emotions of all that because I was helping her dad. So in my in my mind, I was thinking, "Hey, I'm doing all this, and you're being un like ungrateful, right?" Mm. But what she was looking for was more like me looking out for her, and mm. I wasn't doing that. I was mm -hmm. in my mind, I was looking out for her dad, which was looking out for her. So it was again not communicating. So. Yeah. It was all of this, and and with add the emotions of a lose, losing a parent, it was rough. So twenty twenty into twenty one, I would say that was like the lowest we got. Right, it was really bad. Mm -hmm. And then we start the couples counseling, and then all of a sudden we start to see the biggest savior for our relationship is the fact that we both are open to admitting when we're wrong. Like, there's we. We have we we were very defensive to each other, but um, we were open when we were seeing a professional. We were open to putting the ego aside, the pride aside, and be like, "Listen, I fucked up. I said some things. You mm -hmm. did some things that weren't cool. Let's, if we really want to make this work, let's really do it. And let's let's not just say, "What about what you can do for me, and mm -hmm. and what I can do for you?" It's it's we gotta be yeah yeah there's no me and eyes the team bro the team the team us. aspect took the a team. minute the team aspect took a minute to 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 really to yeah y'all three years deep playing on two different teams <laughs> and she's a cowboys <laughs> fan and i'm a washington fan to start off that's kind of how we who took the uh who took the initiative on the counseling uh i think some family advice like both sides they said you need it right yeah um I never had therapy growing up. My growing up, being an immigrant, coming from another country, like my parents' mindset was survival. It wasn't really um, uh, like mental health. Like mental health to a certain culture like that, initially it's looked at as a negative thing, right? It's not even looked at. It's looked at as like it's taboo, or yeah. like, or like it's it's a weakness. Mm. So it was. Um, and again, because when you're like when you have a 
like a lucrative business in Iran where, where we're from. And my, his, his shit got closed down three times. So to the point where he, my dad never wanted to leave that country, right? Like he was adamant because his brothers left, his sister left, or uh, my, my mom's sisters left. And then he sat, he sat us down. I was like five or six years old. I remember this like yesterday. He sat us down around our coffee table in Iran and he goes, we're leaving. We're leaving Iran. He didn't say we're coming to America. He said we're leaving Iran. And uh, as Baha'is, you couldn't just you couldn't just go to like the embassy, right? And be like, I need a passport to go. We're leaving. by. It doesn't work like that. So mm -hmm. Baha'is in Iran looked at looked at as like Jews did during like Nazi Germany, right? Mm -hmm. So it was it was rough. So we had to get smuggled out, right? So we went through a second country in Pakistan, and then in Pakistan we got our shit straight. And we came here because this was the first country that said we were accepting mm -hmm. refugees. So, so that was my parents' mindset. So mental health was like not even on the radar. You know what I mean? It's like, we're just trying to survive right now. Like, let's not talk about that. But so now for me, fast forward to being married and like my wife's side of family, they've been here for multiple generations. So they are much more open about that stuff. So mm -hmm. what what ended up happening is she was like, she, I can honestly say, was the one that brought it up because she got therapy as a kid. You know, her parents divorced, so she got therapy for that. Therapy? Yeah. Yeah, have you? Relationship uh, counselor with a girl. We're not recording this right now. Wait the time did. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I got the answers just no, listen to me. Really, what, back in the day when, like, when I went to it, I didn't know how to communicate. Mm -hmm. So it really just came down to kind of like how you said you hold shit in and then you'll just go crazy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how not long a good thing. Went to multiple or just a couple? It was maybe like, really, it was probably, I think it was one actually, just one. Yeah, and I it was clear, know. like, yeah, let's just go separate ways. <laughs> yeah no and that and that is a that is a reality that you can get from therapy too and so like we we we're taking couples counseling right and then that shit is uh couples communication course we mm -hmm. like i'm like i'm gonna give it everything like anything i've done in my life i haven't gone half-assed like I, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it right like i'm not just gonna be like uh like five minutes of discomfort and i'm out like that's not gonna that's not me like mm -hmm. so yeah so it's listen i'm proud of it man i'm proud of the therapy it's it's reshaped my mind as far as like what what is okay and what's not okay and, and the biggest thing being communication so um so we're in a good place we kind of went through the lows and we did that together and we can always say that like even when we have kids and i do want kids eventually um but i'm so career driven like and where do you work? So I teach me like so my regular gig has always been teaching music, right? Because I, I got my music degree and uh, I'm a musician. Uh -huh. Like school um, of rock type shit. Yeah, but I do my own like I, I don't work oh. with the, I don't work with them. I, I have my own clients. They tried to hire me, but they were their pay was uh, disrespectful. So uh, <laughs> You're a boss. I like it. I'm my own boss, man. Self-employed. I started it right out of college too, you know, like I, I finished uh, UC Davis and then I just got right into it. I got hired by a company in DC because uh, I was doing like a study abroad over there. And then I came back and I continued it here. 
Mm-hmm. So is the career is the career driven? Is it career driven in the in the teaching music field, or is it more so this the entertainment teaching podcast type? The of- goal is to do. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm an actor at heart, so I'm 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 shifting my focus into this at 36, and I've given myself a timeline, um, and I'm I'm going off after man. I I I'm taking I've I've started improv classes. I love comedy. I've always loved comedy. Um, and so I've been pursuing that and huh you do stand up I I I did my first stand up right in before 21 ended I went off I went on stage at a a laugh factory is some of your stuff on YouTube or or no the stand-up stuff no but my skits are are, they're all on my on my laugh factory I've heard of that is that that's in New York or something um sorry laugh unlimited laugh unlimited you guys uh in uh, old sack it's 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 a it's a. Oh, you was out here in Sac? Yeah, man. Where's he from? I no, am. No, I just I didn't. He's from out here, right? You from out here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know. Damn, you was in our city doing. <laughs> When's your next gig? We gotta go. Yo, um, I'm working on my. I'm working on. I'm writing a lot right now. I'm writing a lot of jokes. Um, but right now, uh, to be honest, the stand-up world is like a completely different lane than a. Uh, sketch comedy right so sketch yeah. comedy has always been my go-to like i've always loved sketch comedy mm-hmm. so I, I have a i have a bunch of satire on on my tiktoks and instagram pages and then um but i did my first stand-up because i want to connect with all the comics out here and then eventually like uh expand that shit to like other states mm-hmm. and, and and socal and all that but but yeah man um so i'm pursuing that but yeah I'm I'm realistic though, right? If I did this shit in my twenties, like it would have for sure failed because I I was just naive about a lot of things, right? Like I didn't really like if you did what in your twenties, your career or the relationship? Pers- like pursue comedy. No, well oh. per- pursue pursue acting and all that. I always loved it. Like I, I did the opera and all like theater stuff. I did that. Like I did I did that in uh like high school and, and college. Mm-hmm. But Comedic acting has always been a passion of mine, but um, music and co- comedy for me has always been together. It's like, like the Persian Adam Sandler, right? Like he's like he's always playing music and and uh, doing stand up or doing comedy. So, but yeah, so that's where I'm at with it, man. Um, but enough about me. I feel like this is your podcast. <laughs> uh, you guys have been asking me questions, but yeah. Um, let, let's uh let's wrap it on this so uh what's coming up for the minorities what do you guys got coming up next you can talk about relationships you can talk about your career whatever you want to do we got children on the way oh yeah i'm uh i plan on getting uh, uh she's here right now so Family I, channel? I, I i can't give up too much sauce but families are on the way for sure Nice. We're going to have a family channel. You're kidding me. You're no, starting no, a family no. channel. Nice. Yeah. Same name? Same name? The leadness. We're going to have to start some. We're going to family friendly. Uh, family friendly channel. Okay. Yeah. A little something. But um, no, nah, yeah. All, all really what we like to do, we just like to do whatever it is we like to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. If we want to do a gaming channel next month, we'll do that. If we want to do a podcast, we'll do that. So it really just comes down to. What do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Then that's what we'll do. And that's the beauty with like 
in the world we live in, it's like any you can sell any type of product. There's a there's a there's a there's a market for everything. Yeah, there's a market for everything. There's a yeah. video, you know, you if you create good video game channels, you can thrive. If you like cooking, you can do some cooking things. If you like vlogs, you can do that. Pranks, you can do that. So that's one thing with us. We just kind of always focus on what do we enjoy doing? And then it's like try to make the best product possible and customers will line up as long as it's good. So <clears throat> that's that's our awesome. focus has always just been like, what do we want to do with it? And it's like the as long as the product's good, we'll have customers. As far as specific things that we got lined up, uh, we actually plan on doing the No Jumper podcast soon. You you heard of No Jumper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were we've been on there before, but uh, being that our account got terminated and everything, we're gonna go on there again. So that should be fun. That's gonna be All in right. like a week or so coming up. Super Bowl, Super Bowl week. What do you think of the playoffs? Oh shit, man! Uh, I was just happy Cowboys lost. That that was a uh... That was a that was a win for me, being a being a petty Washington fan. That that's how we celebrate over. Here. Are you from uh, DC? Yeah, that's where I was, Maryland, right? So Maryland and DC are like forty five minutes away from each other. Oh, that's okay. where I grew up. Yeah, I grew up in Maryland. So White House. Yeah, that's everybody. White House. But when you live there, it's like Golden it's Gate regular. Bridge. It's like Golden Gate Bridge. Like you, Golden, you, know, uh, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's yeah. like it's the same thing. Um, and that's like life. Is that when you're too comfortable with something, it loses its, its value. Its value. Yeah. You see what That's I'm right. saying? That's you right. think the White House is regular? I ain't even been there. You see what I'm trying hey. to say? It's not. Hey, go for it, man. You guys should. You guys should do a vlog out in DC. That that might be raid the White House. How to sneak in the well, White? House. <laughs> you know we snuck in. I think that. Out. I think they tried that on the six last year. It didn't turn. It didn't turn out well. You know we snuck in the Rolling Loud. Which one's you heard the one that? Rolling Loud is? No, tell me. It's basically like, uh, you know what Coachella is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Music festival? Yeah, it's uh-huh. like a festival. But basically, a little side note, if you take like a ladder, you can damn near get anywhere. We just <laughs> walk in with the ladder and they assume we work there. And a hard hat, literally. That's hilarious. Did you post it? Did you post it? Nah, not yet. I mean, around that time, our account got deleted, so we kind of were... Okay. Mother issues, but we did record it though. So eventually the world will see it. But we have a tendency to really post like every once every two months. So it's yeah. like, you know, next year they'll see the video. <laughs> you know I mean? But like we kind of said earlier with the White House, is that scarcity creates value. The less you see it, the yeah. more value it has. That's when true. they see us every day, it just don't hit the same. That's you know true. what I mean? It tastes better when they starve for it. So and if we want to apply this to, to relationships, which mm-hmm. you know, we always love to go back to the relationships, sometimes you got to go ghost with your girl. Just leave <laughs> the country for a month. She'll miss you. <laughs> or she'll cheat. Or she'll cheat. If she's the wrong one. <laughs> if she's the wrong one, exactly. No, I think you're right, though, man. I mean, that's what boys' nights is called now in, 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 uh, in relationships. Boys' nights or she does girls' nights. And yeah. listen, more than happy, like, from time to time, go do your thing girl like i'm good i'm gonna i'm a homebody like generally i'm a homebody like i i'll be in this studio like i'll spend majority of my day i'm either writing my skits or i'm like uh like learning the game on the on the editing stuff or Mm -hmm. it's just that's my world now right or i'm teaching with the whole podcast stuff or is it just you this is as far as this podcast it's me i'm i'm the only host i tried to get lucas on here but uh you know he got married instead He got married instead. <laughs> I mean. No, I'm kidding. He's uh, 
he's got he's got kids see he's got a family now right so that was a big influence on me as far as like thinking about kids because this is the first time i've actually thought like thoroughly about what i want to do like next as far as family is concerned yeah like like i told you right so my 20s was just kind of like happy go lucky oh I, i love her which i do and we got married but within a year right so that was like fast a lot of people date for a minute before they make and y'all hadn't lived together before you got married she moved in july (laughs) i I drove her across country we we, i picked her up in virginia we drove all the way here that's not no i'm not (laughs) yo we we drove and we went we went through the south man it was great here's how crazy it is when you leave the north because she she lived in northern virginia so that's like like racism and all that shit is like is out there much more no but it's much more tamed it's not like you know what i mean like a lot more liberal people and open is she your same um ethnicity yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) we're we're both we're both uh brown people but uh but she went but she went down so we drove down through virginia so we went through southern like we we passed richmond virginia and then we went past south to like the most southern point of virginia and as soon as we were at the border right of virginia crossing into tennessee some chp like or highway patrol dude like tailed me right and he was like pull over pull over i'm like granted i was going like five over speed limit right Mm -hmm. and she, she so he pulls me over he's like looks at me it's like you realize he didn't even ask me if i like you know how they started with the question usually like you realize how fast you were going all that shit yeah he didn't do any of that he's just like license registration didn't say another word i gave it to him came back with ticket drive just better get, get drive right. better yo he didn't smile he didn't even so basically smile. you're saying you feel like that was like some racism going on i I felt you don't it. take accountability that you were going five five miles over the speed limit. I, I admitted that. I admitted that in the open. But if I if that should happen and and but if you were a white man, you don't think you would have got that ticket. I I I venture to say no. So you but there's no way to prove that though. There's no way to prove that. So you know, my yeah, word is, is as good as with like racism. Sometimes it's hard to prove. You can just feel it. Have you experienced a lot of racism? I felt it. I guarantee you, I felt it. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely. Um, Felt it uh, shortly after 9-11, yeah. But, um, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was. Uh, How old were you when that happened? I was, shit, 2001. So 20, 21 years ago. I was like. 20s? 15. Oh, 15. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was so what were they doing at school? They was just like, people hated you? School, was, school wasn't the problem because I had a lot of white friends. Uh-huh. So it was like we we made a joke of it ignorantly, right? We made a joke yeah. of it. Like ignorantly, high school kids like right, right, right. like we would like they would call me like it's like, oh everybody duck, the terrace is here. Like, right. like, <laughs> like it was shit like that. Like, <laughs> but but it was like my I I could like I knew they were fucking with me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I had, I had some, I had some re- rebuttals about white people too. So it was cool. But yeah. Get back. Yeah. So if it wasn't school, who was, where did the, the, you felt the most racism? It was probably like a lot of, um, like going to like, going to grocery stores with my mom or like going to like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like there was a lot, 
cashiers or like or like uh just the other customers in the store right yeah the karens so (laughs) there was karens back then uh i i I can't mess with karens man my uh my sister-in-law's name my wife's sister-in-law's name is karen she lives in ireland we don't like her i love her man she's the sweetest woman um but no she was in ireland karen isn't a thing like the the way it's become here right so it was funny because she was like man you guys ruined the name you ruined my name over there like (laughs) so she i was like i can't name you can't name your daughter karen not not anymore yeah yeah that's like naming a muhammad now so (laughs) you can't can't, it's just you know it gotta be muhammad ali or or, you know (laughs) i gotta round it out to to make it everybody duck the tears It's all love, everybody. You know, don't take it seriously. Obviously, it's a joke. But yeah, um, you so that getting canceled, Paige? Huh? You afraid of getting canceled? I'm not afraid of getting canceled because I'm always honest. Like that right there, where you go, everybody, don't take it too serious, right? Yeah. That's a statement where you go, yo, the world, world, don't cancel me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm was, not worried. Listen, do you, do you I'm not worried. I'm not worried about getting canceled because my followers is weak as fuck right now anyway. So it's not like I got I got that many numbers. So it's it's uh but I might have a different opinion on that. If you have like a bigger once it blows up, yeah. Once it blows up. I've always felt like, see, I don't like that. Even like that right there, we have to go. People don't, you know what I mean? But hold up. What about what about your channel being canceled? How, how See, our that, channel, like that's, I think one of the reasons our channel is, is why it's so great is because we are like the exact opposite. Yeah. Not that we're saying to cancel us, but it's like right. there's no, there is no apology. It's like yeah. we're just gonna be us. Yeah. And but that's the point. You're being you. You're be, you're being unapologetically you. You're not being someone else. You guys mentioned it earlier. You make content that makes you happy, right? So yeah. that is that. That's so important. And and people can see bullshit when it's like when you're acting it, right? Yeah. And I'm saying that as an actor, like you can, you can't, you can't. I'm a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like there's times to play fiction, and then there's times to be you. So this podcast is for me to be me, like, and 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 for my guests to be them, hopefully. Yeah. Right? But I can't make my guests say whatever they want to say, like to be 100 percent on here, right? Some people want to be PC, and that's their choice. Like it's cool. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to like make the guest uncomfortable. But if the guest wants to spit, spit their truth, and they're not worried about it, go for it. Right? That could be a lane though within itself. You could create a whole podcast. The whole premise is to make people feel uncomfortable, bro. My whole thing, and I'm gonna make a shirt out of this eventually, is purify the mind and purify the world we live in. And that I've, I've been posting that on all my posts, on a lot of my posts. Um, and also it's about like the, the truth behind that is be your pure self, man. And, and we were our most purest form when we were kids, right? Cause mm-hmm. we, we didn't know any wrong. Our purest self is like between like, as soon as we can speak like four or five or three or four up, up until like nine, 10, 11, when you hit high school, right? Like then it starts, then it start Yeah. Then the reality of like all these voices start to actually like resonate with you. And then your opinions start to morph into different things. You start to become your your future self. You start to become your adult self, quote unquote, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. But remembering remembering how you looked at the world as a kid, it's it's so important. So that's where I get that from. Purify the mind, because that's when you think of things like a baby or like a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't. There's nothing that upsets you. Like there's nothing that makes you like, oh, that was rude. No, you don't even know what that means. Listen, I teach you don't kids. Even think of racism. Racism doesn't even exist when you're a child. Exactly. Now, am I being naive that racism doesn't exist? Of course it exists. But but what I'm saying is, and many people will argue that, right? But um, what I'm saying is, if everybody uses that mindset, see how much the world will be improved. It it cuts out all the fat, the bullshit, the the propagandas, the politics, right? All of that is out the window. All that's left is what are what's left is human, right? You're just a human. You're not black. You're not white. You're not Persian. You're not Indian. You're a human, right? You and and when you're just a human, well, hell, I got a lot in common with you now, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that simple. Religion too, by the way, cut that out too, because religion can can taint people's visions cut too. Out Jesus. Bro, I'm not cutting out Jesus. I'm cutting out out Jesus. I'm cutting out the. I'm cutting out the the laptop. (laughs) I'm not going to hell. I'm cutting. (laughs) It's okay to be spiritual. Listen, it's okay to be religious. It's okay to be spiritual. Do you do what you want to do? But when it comes to humanity, in my opinion, right, in my humble opinion, fumble podcast, it it like uh, divides us. It can. And there's a big emphasis on the word can, because if someone is looking at everybody as humans first, yeah, then the religion comes second naturally, right? Because mm-hmm. then then you don't have anything to divide you. Yeah. Right? And by the way, most religions, the, the foundation of most religions is the same, right? Love your neighbor, do unto mm-hmm. others as they do unto you, or as you want them to be doing unto you. It's the same. It's a, a lot of that. Is the same. And, and that I am, I'm a firm believer in. Mm-hmm. But... I think before all that came was the humans. Like humans were put on this earth scientifically, right? We through science, science alert. <laughs> we 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 were put on here, and and then religions became a thing, and then faith became a thing, and then spirituality became a thing. But right? first, we were just people. Yeah, but we put a name to all that, right? We had it. We had all that, right? We had beliefs. We had the idea of cho- choice. We had the idea of something we believe in something that's higher than than humanity altogether but that took time that took time right Mm -hmm. do you really think neanderthals they could have i don't know did you think like neanderthals like had faith or had like religion they were just trying to eat right like they were just living in caves and trying to survive right but they survived together they they worked like a pack so they recognized that they were the same you know what I mean? Yeah. So the basic needs of a human is the same. We need food. We need water, right? Ooh. We need sleep. We need <laughs> we need love, right? Love. We need love. We all need love, man. Just we talked love. about it for this whole hour. We need like love is huge. Like th- that. That's a, uh, an intangible thing, in my opinion. Like love is something you can't grab, right? You gotta you gotta feel that shit. You can't grab it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't grab it. <laughs> that, that's that's you manifesting it through that. You know what I mean? But that's cool. You can do that. I, I I'm not even going to stop you. But the point is, the point is, there's the love itself. 
right? It, it has multiple manifestations. But anyway, not to bore you with all that. My point is, humans first, pure, and and if we think purely Love. like that, the yeah, man, that's Love all we need, man. Put that on your new channel. <laughs> that's family. That's family material right there. Uh, but they want to promote something else. Let me tell them. Like when I put the camera in front of these girls and these dudes, they 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 go off on the, on talking about all this craziness. But really, we just want to promote the love. That's it. You know, there I mean? it is. Listen, you can't make people say things because then it becomes inorganic, right? The point mm -hmm. of it all is to be yourself at all times and let people be themselves, whether you agree with it or not. Right. Like polygamy, uh, uh, whatever the other one's called. But then where do we draw the line? Let's say if myself, I'm a murderer. I was just born crazy. You know, we got to create some boundaries. But but think about it like that, though, as a kid, as a four year old, three, four, five year old, you didn't think about being a murderer. Right. You, well, just I'm saying you got some kids that they didn't share their toys. They just they stole toys. They that stole was, your food at lunch. You ain't get bullied in middle school. Oh, in, are you kidding? Oh, for sure I did, bro. <laughs> they take your food. They take your crowns. Yo, I'm you want to hear something? I got I got bullied uh, uh, more than I needed to. Um, but some of the best lessons, some of the same people that bullied me, I reached out to as an adult. And I, all I gave them was love. I was like, hey, I connected with them. <laughs> I, I found them. You know how... You know how like crazy that is, right? Like somebody who probably you, like now define bullying. What did they do to bully you? I mean, they're. I mean, they're, they're, they were like, they're, yo, they were the fight, like the, ob <laughs> the obvious ones were the fights, the name calling, the the uh, being hit in the face with a cast, like a arm cast, like broke my nose in. Yeah. God damn. What'd you do to do deserve that? Just, I was just hooping him up. Just purse. He oh, just didn't. Oh, he just didn't expect me to be in the business. He just <laughs> didn't expect. <laughs> he just didn't come to this hole no more. <laughs> his excuse was. His excuse was he was he was he was posting. But, oh uh, but yeah. yeah. But it was. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. you reached out to him like, yo. This so, one I couldn't find online, but there's a few that I did. But um. Point being, though, is I reached out. It's simple just adding them as a friend, and they see your face. They're like, right? Like, that's all that, that's all. That, my, my goal is to say, listen, man, I don't, I'm not mad at you. Like, I don't hold grudges, right? You're like, basically saying turn the other cheek like Jesus. There we go. See, we're back to Jesus. That's my we're point. Back to Jesus. <laughs> trying to cut Jesus off. We got to bring I Jesus wasn't cutting Jesus off. <laughs> I was saying, if you want to go with Jesus, you do you. And I'm all with you. That's all I'm saying. But you can go with Jesus. You can go with Moses. You can go with Muhammad. You want to go with... Uh, well, Muhammad Allah. got, you know, when we talk about now, we get back to 9-11. They weren't really... <laughs> no. <thank you. laughs> that was, so, anyway, point being, though, is, um, yeah, I got bullied and all, but a lot of that, I, in my opinion, I associate a lot of the values I learned, like, as an adult, looking back, was in those moments. Because I realized, like, that's not... I wasn't happy as a result of that. And in the long run, the bully wasn't happy as a result of that. Mm -hmm. So how do we find that happiness? And it was before that. It was before we, he made the choice to bully me. And it was me uh, making the choice to get bullied. Yeah. Meaning, meaning I didn't, like, I took it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like it was, it was. That was your choice. That was my choice. Right. And I can't blame him for that. I can't blame them for that. I got my ass whooped by a girl once, man. I'm not oh even playing. Oh, my God. Hey, no. don't talk about I, I, that. Hey, I'm not. Don't, I'm not, don't I'm talk not, about that I'm in not, the listen. internet. They don't need to hear this. It's okay. You're a victim? It's okay. Yo. Sleep with dignity, Paige. I was a little. She was older. She was older. She was in middle school. I was in elementary school. Her, her brother was in elementary school with me. Him and I got into a scuffle on the basketball court. All of a sudden, I see this chick come through. She's like a little bit taller and she's a little bit bulkier. I'm like, oh, like, who are you? Like, what's up? And then and then she she like grabbed me, threw me to the ground. It's like, you ever touch my brother again? I'll move your ass. I was like, cool. I'm going to go home and eat Persian food. I'm good. Like, I didn't how even. How like, old? I was probably. You said like elementary school? I was on, yeah, like maybe 10 or 11. Yeah. Damn, you got beat up at 11? Bro, I got beat up like. <laughs> the 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 one that that had the worst like as far as like the description of it it wasn't even this girl it was a it was another these, girl no no these were two two dudes two dudes they were um they lived like a house like a couple houses down uh -huh. from where i live so we walked we all walked to school bank and so he they were walking on the other side of the street i was walking by myself and then uh he was one of the bullies so he they decide to and they were smoking okay they were smoking a cigarette and they they get me to the ground right they start kicking me and shit um i'm not even this is just because it's it's i'm looking back at it because you asked yeah. um he they threw me to the ground kicked me and all that that wasn't even the worst part they started throwing the cigarette uh ashes in my face right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but the the house on the other side of my house she was a she was a sheriff she saw it she came out and she said, leave him alone. She knew who I was because yeah. she knew my parents and shit. She's like, leave him alone. She had a big uh, bulldog with her. She's like, leave him alone. The dog was barking. And so they walked off. And so. Um, yeah, yeah, man. But listen, some of the some of my best lessons were learned from these moments, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, I'll hug that man right now if I see him. Right. Like, I'd hug him. I'd be like, yo. And all love. <laughs> sort of guy. Hey, now, it's easy. You. Listen, you you you'd make the you take the easy choice or you make the right choice. That's what I always say. And and for me, the right choice is the harder choice. And the harder choice is to swallow my pride, swallow my grudge, whatever. I don't like I I'm not like sitting here saying I got all the answers. I'm just saying it took me a minute. That's why I'm pursuing my career in my 30s, because in my 20s, I was all like dealing with this stuff subconsciously right yeah but so now i'm i'm good i'm like in a why not just completely ignore him instead of spreading that love to him because some people they might not fight back but they might just ignore him and just say uh um just indifferent about him they're they're not going to forget the past but they're not going to let the past affect them now yeah 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 because to me it was a closure for me i had to do it because one, I wanted it as a result of now, this is where I'm going to open my, my arms up even more and, and, and sh uh, tell you growing up in that environment and seeing that, right. I wasn't too far from Baltimore, Maryland, which it's not, you know, it doesn't have the best reputation. Right. So it gets crazy out there. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like maybe 40 minutes from there, but uh, in Montgomery County. So Baltimore's in a different county. 
but um, Baltimore County. <clears throat> so it was uh, it was rough, man. Uh, but as a result of that, as a kid, my uh, thinking like now I'm starting to get scarred, right? Like I'm starting to get like mental scars. Mm-hmm. So I decided to like okay. I need to fit in with these guys. So I'm going to start doing some of this, right? That was my, yo, but that was my fallacy thinking. I did it once. And that feeling stuck with me to the point where I, like within the same year that the the kid I bullied, I went back to him and I got, I was like, yo, my bad. Right? Like I apologize to that guy. Like I did that as a kid because I hated the feeling Mm -hmm. that I had as the bully. Yeah. So then I grew up and I thought, yo, they must feel that way. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's when I reached out to them. I was like, don't let that, like, I don't, because listen, depression is real, right? Depression can uh, take lives. It's, it can. It's depression. What's why? What is depression? Like, what is it? What is it? It's just like, I mean, you just feel bad. Depression to me. I mean, there's a, Obviously, there's like a psychological definition for it, but isn't it like is isn't it just a feeling? There's a clinical. I mean, you can be clinically depressed, which is like it can be genetic, right? But I'm no doctor, so I'm not going to sit out here and like give I think like, it's like a mixture of like um, lack of motivation, lack of motivation. When our YouTube channel got deleted, I'm depressed, but I fuck all these videos. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just sleep the next week. I'm gonna just play video games. I ain't gonna do shit. Videos is the passion. You lost the passion to do the videos. Yeah. That is maybe a sort of kind of depression. No, it, it's on the right. I mean, mm-hmm. there the, the word depression is used, the term is used loosely, right? There's there's a clinical definition, but there's also being having the blues or just not feeling like wanting to do anything, right? Now, some people don't feel that. And that's that's a that's great. Like if you if you don't you haven't dealt with that, it's wonderful. But I'm just saying like the more shit you deal with as a kid it can catch up with you as an adult right mm. so yeah. so that's that's where for me it it became big it's a big deal i need like i started to realize like this i wouldn't want to cut on to get on to even interview my guest right mm. at, at times or i wouldn't want to go write a song with my band or i didn't want to teach the kids that i'm teaching all the stuff i love right and mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why is that happening? So therapy, right? A few therapy sessions, I, I, I realized that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And here's a real killer is, is you, start to, um, you start to think about it deeper. You start to think back to your family. You start to think, oh, shit, my grandfather had depression. He didn't even know what therapy was, right? Like you start thinking about stories you heard about him or things you've seen. He was always upset or he's always in the corner not talking. He's always like not wanting to do anything. And you're like, I'm willing to bet he had it. He just never took care of it because it was taboo. Mm. You know what I mean? Therapy stuff. It's it's a trip, man. That but it's also beautiful because I'm making the change for my kids to see that it's okay. Like you can talk to me. We yeah. can we can move forward, right? Well, anyway, That's man. That's the reason why. Uh... Yeah. Like when you're young, like having good, a good friend group, not just like a social circle, but like a good friend group. Like you said, when you went to therapy, it kind of, it kind of cleansed whatever that depression was. So it's like, 
say if you back then when you had like right now, mm-hmm. we like we like me and him, we could do a podcast every week. It's therapeutic just to talk about either what we want to talk about or what's going on in the world. And if we have some sort of depression, we can talk about it. We're like we could be each other's therapist without going to like clinical yeah. therapy. Yeah, oh. it's a, a free therapist. And it's like free that's therapy. where good, good friends, good social, good social, like good people that you can socialize with. Yeah, it's man. key. And that's one thing, like relationships. Like I have a couple homeboys who are getting into relationships, and all of a sudden I don't see them at all. They don't even return phone calls, going MIA. It's like we going MIA, Dad. We can talk about it. Talk about it. It's, like, it's like when people, when you get into a relationship, I, I understand like. They prioritizing. I, I understand like this is your girl. You're not going to prioritize the homie over the girl. I understand Every time, that. Dad. But it's like if I call five, six times, my nigga, you could call five, back once. Five, six? I'm just giving examples. I'm just giving examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna answer every time. I'm sure to God. But it's like it's like things like that is you get so wrapped up in relationships. In the relationship, you forget who you are as as a person in his bag. So it's like relationship. You gotta be you, you gotta allow her to be her, and then you guys have to know how to come together when it's time to come together as a team. That's what's so good about like what we do. We live together, but it's like he has his own personal life, I have my own personal life. And when it's time to come together, we come together, do what we got to do. And then if we're going to play video games or if we just want to be alone for until tomorrow when we got to do something else, that's what we're going to do. But you got to know how to be you. And then you also got to know how to be you when you're with other people. But it sounds like you guys, like just analyzing what what you just told me, um, you guys are open about letting the other one know when you need space. You probably like if one of you is like, let's hang out, let's play games, and the other one's like, I'm not about that right now. Like, you're open to just telling them, yo, you don't got a choice. Well, I'm on sticks right now. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> we we typically like the same thing. So video games is like that's fun as fuck for both. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm really not turning down a Madden Condition 2K. I'm not turning down none of that because like that's the true love. But um, we get the vibe of when the door is closed. I need space. When the door is open. Door again, open I it. like it. I like it. Non non-verbal. I'll open the door every time, hey. <laughs> Man, you're turning into a bully. No, I'm playing. <laughs> you're bullying his emotions. He needs some space, bro. No. <laughs> no, that's good, man. No, you're right. I think relationships can can be great for the health, mental health. Um, it can also be detrimental if you're hanging out with the wrong people. So yeah, for sure. Um well, cool, man. Plug your shit away. Whatever's left that's not canceled. Only fans, only shit. Man, he's never died, Doctor Neil. Man, cash in. Oh, send me a couple of dollars. Well, is Valentine's Day coming up? I can uh-huh. use a gift. <laughs> cash in, never died, Doctor Neil. Demo, same thing. I got you. I got you. YouTube, YouTube right. channel, the minorities. Appreciate you having us. Hell yeah, man. Uh, the conversation. Next time we got to do this in person. Oh, yeah, my, for sure. And we're, and, and we're going to bring your newly newlywed uncle to it. Because uh, he hasn't met him yet either. Oh, what? All right. So oh, I got some over Lucas. Then. <laughs> for sure, man. Got to make it happen. But yeah, yeah man. man. I, we'll get it. We'll get it together. Maybe I'll put you on. 
like some of my skits too. Lucas was in one of my skits, and he oh, was bro? yeah, yeah, yeah. We did some Perform shit. Well? Like, oh, he he's he's got some skills, bro. He can yeah. Really? Lucas has got some yeah. He's just he always like he always liked English more, so he's a teacher. Uh, but he can yeah. He's he's hilarious. Um, he's a, he teaches high school college. Uh, he teaches yeah. He teaches uh yeah. He teaches special ed I think in high school. In, oh, uh, in, okay. in, in uh yeah. Right on. Well, shit, man. Uh, this has been the minorities. Uh, all the graphics will be on here, so you'll see, so you can give them a follow. Uh, nice meeting you, my guy. Hey, same to you, Jason. Thank you for getting on. Uh, Zeb, appreciate it. All love, uh, all love. For sure, man. We'll we'll get together in person soon. This is Pedro Maniac. Follow me on all the all the socials. Fumble Podcast. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Uh, and we'll catch you guys on the next. Promote that cash yet. Yeah. Tell them they gotta pay. Send this man some money. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, man. All right, man, for sure.